This is Ryan Nidell, host of 15 Minutes to Freedom, a podcast dedicated to helping you expand your mindset and get shit done. Be sure to subscribe to this show and leave me a review if I've been able to impact your life in any way. Reviews help me reach a higher ranking, which in turn allows the message to reach more people. It's my goal with this podcast to positively impact a million people's lives. Also check out RyanNidell.com for additional content. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L.com. Also find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at Ryan Nidell. Today's episode is the book review of Darren Hardy's The Compound Effect. So at this point, give or take two weeks ago, my family and I traveled to Buffalo, New York, Niagara Falls, East Aurora. And although I'm not a big advocate of listening to audiobooks, I figured it was a much better way to utilize this time in the car, the four and a half hours, than just listening to mindless radio. And so what I decided to do was download Darren Hardy's The Compound Effect. Not really for any specific reason. I, I don't know Darren Hardy. I'd never heard of him before. Obviously, as I listened to the audiobook, I realized there's a lot of things that he goes through and shares that are things that are relevant to my life, things that I actually operate on on a daily basis, but didn't know these things going into the episode or going into the, the book. So on the way up, I listened to Tim Grover's Relentless book, reviewed that last week. And then on the way home, I listened to Darren Hardy's book. And Darren Hardy's book is a great practical application guide on how the small things matter. Or in Wake Up Warrior, Garrett J. White's group that I'm a part of, we call it the details matter. So in the book, The Compounding Effect, the premise of the book is the small things you do every day, whether good or bad, eventually have a compounding effect on your growth. We'll start with the bad, because the bad is really something that we probably all have done at some point in life. So there's an example given in the first part of the book that there are three gentlemen. Names are irrelevant. Let's just call them Mark, Steve, and Larry. And Mark decides that he's going to live a status quo life. He's not going to eat more or less calories. He's not going to work out more or less. He's not going to try more or less hard at at his job, he's going to remain just consistent and be exactly who he is. Then Steve is somebody that decides he likes having an extra beer every night. And he's into cooking shows and, and really expanding his ability to cook and starts cooking fried foods and fatty foods. And has never really liked to work out, so he doesn't do much there. And he's going to live his life that way. And then there's the last guy, Larry, who decides He's going to trim back on how he eats. He's going to eat just a few less calories every day. He's going to walk and work out just a little bit more. And we're going to see what happens there. And in this compounding effect book, what ends up happening is in the first six months, there's no perceivable difference between the three of them. Really nothing. In the first year, it's so minuscule that even if you took pictures of before and after and put them all side by side, every man ends up looking about the same. Fast forward to the time you get to year three. Well, let's assume these men have done the same thing consistently for three straight years. To some of us, that seems like an eternity. To me, I look three years back and know that I was a different man than I am today. So in this, in a three-year time period, if you were to eat 120 less calories per day and also burn an extra 120 calories just by walking a little bit, you know, nothing crazy, versus the man that decides to have one beer every night, and eat a calorie-dense meal with an extra 120 calories, and then decides not to work out. There ends up being, over a three-year time period, what equates to about a 40-pound swing in weight between the two men. The man that lived more Larry, the man that worked out and didn't drink beer, ended up losing 20 pounds. But 
Mark or Steve or whatever the imaginary second guy is, I don't remember the example that I just gave, the way he lives his life, he's gained 20 pounds. So in a three-year time period, this compounding effect of daily activity is incredibly prevalent. It's very obvious what's happened. And then Mark, the first guy, again, just remains status quo. And so it goes on throughout this book to share how easy it is to have the small things in life that we do consistently day over day have massive impact if we're willing to do them long enough, which is where most people fall flat on their face. We live in a now society, right? You, as you're listening, want that magic fat loss pill. You want the get-rich-quick scheme. You want the thing you can take to fix you know, your, your relationship issues, maybe your sexual dysfunction. We all have things that we're looking for that instant fix for. But what if you started realizing there's no instant fix? That everything takes a certain amount of hard work, even that hard work is very small on a daily basis. Would it be worthwhile? Would you start to operate differently? Another example that really hit home for me that I covered today in a training with a, a small business here in Columbus was an example of what would happen if I gave you $3 million today or gave you one penny today that doubled every day for 31 days. Which one would you choose? Well, I know, by the way, that question's asked and framed that I'm supposed to pick the penny because obviously it's got to equal more money, but I didn't know how much more or why. So the $3 million you get today is going to be $3 million, and over the course of 30 days, you're going to spend some amount of it, right? I mean, we all would. But that penny, if you take it today, and it doubles tomorrow and doubles the next day, and then doubles every day for 31 days, by the time you get to day 31, you end up having a little bit more than $10 million in the bank. You just have to delay the gratification, not touch the money for 31 days, and then you got 10 million bucks. What's even crazier is if you can add another four days to that, you end up with $100 million. That just floored me at how many different places in my life where I'm looking for even the, the quick play to success. Now I'm able to recalibrate that off things like this podcast. Here I am on episode 100 and something. And it, I realize that it's consistency. I realize that the small changes I'm making to every episode, the way that I pause to hold effect in space, the way that I make eye contact with the cameras as they're in the studio, there's these things that I'm consciously doing now every day to make the podcast and the production better. Now, in full transparency, the production's really not my forte. I've dug the executive producer that sits in front of me right now that's actually switching back and forth between the cameras, and he makes all this stuff happen. If I was left to my own devices, I might fall somewhat flat on my face. Certainly more flat than I fall currently. This is all Doug. I just happen to be the voice on the microphone. He's the one that makes this actually happen. So he's experiencing this day over day. As we record more content and there's more things that go on every day, he's finding that it's the small stuff that happens every day that actually matters. And if there's a couple days where we get behind, we being him, I mean, I, I'm always ready to record content. I always have plenty of shit to say. But there's a couple days we fall behind, then now there's this wall of pressure that starts to build, that starts to weigh on Doug for reasons that are his, not mine. So the whole theory behind the compound effect ends up being pieces and parts of how we live in the warrior group or how I live my life even external from the warrior group. You know, my the things I do every morning to put myself in personal power, the things I've encouraged you to do, the green smoothie, the meditation, the sweating, the journaling, the letters of appreciation. For 30 days, it didn't much matter. You know, for six months, it was great. You know, it was something I could actually do and hold space and continue to do. But here I am a year and a half 
or so, maybe a little bit less, year and three months, into doing these things every day. And every part of my life is irrecognizable to the old version. My relationship is better. My health is better. My ability to move is better. My spiritual connection is better. Everything has gotten better, but it never felt like it along the path. It was just a daily step to really get shit done. No, don't worry. The episode's not quite over yet. It just feels like it could be. So I know this is a, you know, I've, I've reviewed quite a few books at this point. I want to always make sure I paint the picture of why I think the way that I think and what I do, what I do, and share it with you. So you're able to digest and decide if you want to also read the book and then implement them into your life the way that makes you feel the best. What's strange about this particular book is I already lived this way. It was like affirmation that I'm doing the right thing based off Darren Hardy, who ended up, his mentor was Jim Rohn. Come to find out he's a massively accomplished speaker, owns a nine-figure business, has all these things I didn't know about him in any capacity. Again, I never heard of him before. The content was great, but for me, it wasn't revolutionary. I already lived this way. I think consistency and outlasting the suck is the key to success in anything. I just didn't have a fancy term like the compound effect put around it. So I'm certainly not saying you shouldn't read this book. I think this is a great book to read. It was a super short listen. You know, I can't say I really read it. I listened to it. It was about four and a half hours. And it was impactful. It just didn't create a massive shift in my life. But didn't create a massive shift in my life because I was already doing the things it said I should do. So if you are not living this way and are you looking for the quick fix and you're hoping there's going to be some magic wand that comes and saves you or you're going to have this magic thing that happens tomorrow that's going to bail you out of the situation you're in, this proves that you're wrong. No one's coming to save you. There's not some magic wand. It's going to take small, consistent action for a lot longer period of time than most people are comfortable with. But if you're willing to put in this action and put in the work for longer than most people deem logical, according to the book and according to my own life, you'll see that every day you're able to get shit done.